Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to the CBS Evening News ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Tonight, Omicron spreads rapidly across America. New COVID cases up nearly 50% since last month, as we're just 10 days away from the Christmas holiday, when tens of millions are expected to travel. The crisis on college campuses, Cornell and Princeton canceling in-person classes, as other schools across the country say they'll now require booster shots and reinstate mask mandates. Plus, the city health commissioner urging people to cancel holiday gatherings. Another dangerous December storm. Nearly 100 million Americans are under weather alerts, including high winds, the tornado threat tonight. Touring the disaster zone, President Biden visits the damage in Kentucky. I promise you, you're going to heal, we're going to recover, you're going to rebuild, you're going to be stronger. The Fed's big decision, what it means for your pocketbook amid rising inflation. Guilty plea, former Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin admits to violating George Floyd's civil rights. JFK assassination documents released, new revelations from 1,500 classified files. Breaking barriers, a woman set to run the NYPD, the nation's largest police department for the first time. A COVID miracle, how one woman beat the odds and lived to tell her story. And the Santa Claus girls bringing cheer to children in need. This is the CBS Evening News with Nora O'Donnell, reporting from the nation's capital. Good evening and thank you for joining us. Tonight we're following a concerning surge in coronavirus cases across the country, leading colleges and businesses to to close or reinstate COVID measures. Several large schools are canceling all in-person classes and returning to remote instruction. Others are shutting down campus and canceling all student activities, including athletics. The Delta variant remains the dominant strain, representing about 96% of cases in the U.S., but experts warn the Omicron spread is likely outpacing the nation's ability to track it. Today, we heard from the CDC director who warned that early data suggests Omicron cases are more contagious than Delta. 
The latest wave threatens to upend holiday plans for the second year in a row, with just over a week before Christmas. CBS's Nikki Batiste joins us now. Good evening, Nikki. Nora, good evening. As businesses and colleges urgently implement plans to combat Omicron, Dr. Anthony Fauci says right now there is no need to develop a vaccine specific to Omicron because studies show a booster provides considerable protection. Today, the White House made it clear to fight Omicron, Americans need a booster shot. Our booster vaccine regimens work against Omicron. At this point, there is no need for a variant-specific booster. Just 30% of fully vaccinated adults have a booster. It is a necessity. To emphasize the need for that extra shot, New Jersey declared today Booster Day one year after the first vaccines were administered. Omicron is surging there and in New York, making up 13% of cases compared to 3% nationwide. The variant is now reported in 36 states, Washington, D.C. and Puerto Rico. This is a roll of the dice. You don't know for sure that you're going to just slide right through it without any problem. We also know that prior infection with COVID is not holding up at all to Omicron. As Omicron spreads nationwide, California is reinstating an indoor mask mandate, regardless of vaccination status beginning today. And Philadelphia's health commissioner is urging residents to cancel holiday gatherings with friends and family. College campuses are cracking down too. Cornell University's campus is nearly fully vaccinated, but has an outbreak of more than 1,100 COVID cases, many likely from Omicron. NYU has canceled all in-person gatherings. Princeton has made all exams remote and encouraged students to travel home for the holidays as soon as possible. What do you predict January might look like? Uh, It's hard to imagine we wouldn't get to over a million new cases a day, which is a staggering number. Tonight, Apple has temporarily closed stores in Miami and Annapolis, Maryland, because of the rise in COVID cases. Here in New York City, average daily cases in the past two weeks are up 109 percent, forcing some Broadway shows to shut down yet again. Nora? Yeah, it's alarming hearing about all those shutdowns. All right, Nikki Batiste, thank you. Well, tonight, nearly 100 million Americans are under weather alerts as another powerful storm system is moving across the Great Plains and Midwest and is threatening to bring strong winds, heavy rain and another chance of tornadoes. CBS's Carter Evans reports. With sirens blaring, extreme weather blew into Nebraska, tornadoes touching down. And the pictures from Colorado looked apocalyptic as the front moved through. Like a wall of wind. That's how the man who recorded this video described the storm front as it blew into Boulder and knocked down trees in Denver. The whole house shook. It became a full-blown 100-mile-per-hour windstorm. Strong winds whipped up flames in the high plains of the central Oklahoma panhandle. It's all part of this week's massive storm that pounded drought-stricken California with torrential rain and flooding, sweeping cars down the L.A. River and dumping several feet of snow on the Sierra Nevada. Carter Evans, CBS News. Well, now for what lies ahead, CBS Boston's chief meteorologist Eric Fisher is here with the forecast. Good evening, Eric. 
Good evening, Nora. Today is a day for the record books. When it comes to the weather in the middle of the country, we've had this widespread windstorm, the whole thing rocketing across the middle of the country tonight. Let's take a look at some of those advisories. Huge area, wind advisories, high wind warnings from New Mexico all the way to western New York. And in this area, we've had some wind gusts up to 100 miles per hour, places like Russell, Kansas, Lamar, Colorado. And tonight, now we're tracking more tornadoes. This is moving so fast. It's not just the wind in the storms. The storms themselves in this line, that's moving across Iowa at 80 to 100 miles per hour with embedded tornadoes. This will continue to move to the north and east. There are more tornado watches there. In fact, if one touches down in Minnesota tonight, it would be the first on record during the month of December in Minnesota. Here's why. We've had record warmth. All-time December highs were set. Places like Des Moines, way into the 70s. Omaha, Nebraska, way into the 70s as well. All this will continue moving rapidly to the northeast tonight. Behind it, we're talking about a big drop in temperature. Nora, it's going to feel very much like winter and this unusual warmth will disappear as we head into the day on Thursday. Scary to think about those tornado warnings. Eric Fisher, thank you. We're also getting some breaking news about that tornado that devastated the state of Kentucky. The National Weather Service said today, yep, it was an E4 with winds of up to 190 miles per hour. That is the only tornado of that magnitude ever recorded in the month of December in that state. President Biden surveyed the damage today, meeting with survivors. And CBS's Lilia Luciano is there. Good evening, Lilia. Good evening, Nora. President Biden said natural disasters have cost the country nearly $100 billion this year alone. And this is the fifth time since taking office that he's been called on to comfort families in a disaster zone. President Biden made his way through Mayfield, Kentucky, five days after a devastating tornado outbreak left at least 71 people dead and more than 100 missing across the state. As the president walked among the ruins, he stopped and shook hands with Angie Wilson, who was sifting through her mother's damaged office building looking for the only family photo of her grandfather. He wanted to know how we felt about the entire situation. The president then traveled here to Dawson Springs, where he praised the relief efforts, promising more federal resources and money. The government's going to cover 100 percent of the cost, 100 percent of the cost for the first 30 days for all the emergency work from clearing everything to every single cost. Pat and Philip Bruce lost their sister-in-law and their home. They say they hope the president keeps his word to rebuild their town. This town is our life, help too. The, <laughs> help the ones help, that need it. Help the ones that really need it. More than a 1,000 homes were either damaged or destroyed across Kentucky, leaving thousands homeless. We were laying right here. Including Betty and Andy Hernandez, who lost everything. I thought we were going to die because it, the house was vibrating, the noise. You would not, I've never heard anything like that in my life. They had lived in this home for seven years. Now at 78, she says they'll have to start over with their daughter in Arkansas. We love it here. We, we love that little house. And, uh, but anyway, it's told. It's total. It's total. Yeah, it's total. The house can't be saved. No, no. FEMA has deployed disaster response teams to help displaced victims find temporary housing. Eight FEMA shelters remain open across the state. Make no mistake about it. This is a very hard time for a lot of people. And we know that emotional and spiritual care is going to be just as important as the different financial and non-financial resources coming to communities. FEMA workers have been going door to door, helping people sign up for aid. But in places like this, as you can see, there's not a whole lot of doors or homes still standing. So they set up a mobile registration unit for those people who don't have cell phones or access to Internet. Nora. Lilia Luciano, thank you for your excellent reporting these past several days. 
We want to turn now to newly released details in the Kennedy assassination. More than 58 years after that tragic day in Dallas, the government unsealed a trove of confidential documents, and they provide new revelations. But they also fall short of resolving all speculation around the case. Here's CBS's Jeff Gaze. Among the documents released today is this CIA cable saying that Lee Harvey Oswald was in Mexico City two months before the assassination, seeking a visa for Cuba on his way to the Soviet Union. The notes, dated September of 1963, also say that Oswald speaks in broken Spanish. On the same day, Oswald visited the Cuban consulate in Mexico City three times requesting an in-transit visa to Cuba, with Russia as the final destination. Within hours of President Kennedy's killing on November 23rd, police arrested Oswald for the shooting. Oswald himself was killed, shot in the stomach, while being walked through police headquarters. For 58 years, investigators and historians have been asking whether Oswald acted alone. Today, the National Archives released some 1,500 documents, but another 10,000 remain a secret, fueling speculation that the government is stonewalling. Philip Sheenan has studied the Kennedy assassination. Do you think the government is hiding something? I think they're hiding a lot of evidence to suggest incompetence, that the CIA and the FBI knew a lot about Lee Harvey Oswald in the months before the assassination and failed to act on that information. Congress ordered the release. President Trump slowed it down amid concerns from the intelligence community. President Biden has put off releasing more documents until next year. Nora. Jeff Begays, thank you. Well, tonight there's news that could impact your finances in the new year. The Federal Reserve signaled today that it may raise interest rates at least three times in 2022, hoping to ease the staggering inflation that has Americans paying more for just about everything. CBS's Ed O'Keefe has more from the White House. New pressure on the Biden administration tonight as the Federal Reserve warns soaring prices aren't going away anytime soon. The risk of of higher inflation becoming entrenched has increased. While unemployment is dropping, prices are up across the board, from groceries and gas to used cars and rent. Also of concern for the economy, the winter COVID surge. The rise in COVID cases in recent weeks, along with the emergence of the Omicron variant, pose risks to the outlook. Nearly 70% of Americans disapprove of President Biden's handling of inflation, and he knows it's a challenge. For working people and middle class people, it's a it's a big hit. It is the, the inflation, at least for the time being, is real. The higher prices are affecting almost everyone from a coffee shop owner in New Jersey. Everything that we need, coffee cups, coffee, sugar, um, milk, everything is a lot more expensive to consumers. It's scary to me with this, with the corona, with the pandemic, with the new thing virus that goes with the inflation. So it's all brought in together. The Federal Reserve also signaled today it would raise interest rates next year for the first time since late 2018. Another reason people should expect to pay more. If you're trying to borrow money to purchase a car, that could be a higher rate. If you're borrowing money to start a new business, that could be a higher rate. Most of us are either savers or borrowers, and Fed moves impact us. Also tonight, the last of those child tax credit payments are going out unless Congress extends them by passing the president's social spending plan. But CBS News has learned that bill is unlikely to be passed by Christmas, as senior Democrats had hoped. Nora? Ed O'Keefe, thank you. 
Well, now we have a story that offers hope to patients battling severe cases of COVID. It's also a story of gratitude to healthcare workers who go above and beyond their duty to save lives. Here's CBS's Meg Oliver. I'm excited hey. to see you. <laughs> we first met 35-year-old Hillary Lee from Montana in early October. Hillary. On a ventilator, an ECMO machine clinging to life. Her mom, Pam Lee, praying for a miracle. Love you too. <laughs> Do you remember when she tried to wave to you? Oh my gosh. Yeah, that was that was um that was tough. The young restaurant manager was about to get vaccinated when she got COVID. My symptoms were so, so, so mild. I never would have thought I would have been in that position ever. But two weeks later she was rushed to Billings Clinic. The fact that we had a bed for her was nothing short of a miracle. Kelsey Perdue was Hillary's nurse. At the time, their ICU was overflowing with COVID patients, operating at close to 200% capacity. It's a huge sacrifice for us. People had to pick up extra shifts to be able to care for her. You know, I'm not a betting person, but I don't think she would have survived. How exhausting has this pandemic been for you? Really wears on you. Thank you. Hillary's family was one of those families that I got really close to in that time. How many times were you there for her mom? I think really Pam was more there for me. I don't think she would say that, but she would come and visit in the mornings. And sorry, I didn't realize I would cry about this. Um, Pam was really ministering to me. You're going home. The day after Thanksgiving, doctors and nurses lined the corridor as Hillary stepped out on her own. I knew one day we'd walk out of the hospital. I just didn't know if it'd be with or without her. This will be the best Christmas ever. A Christmas to cherish. Meg Oliver, CBS News. Truly a Christmas miracle with those healthcare workers, her angels. If I asked you how many subscriptions you have, would you be able to list all of them and how much you're paying? If you would have asked me this question before I started using Rocket Money, I would have said yes. But let me tell you, I would have been so wrong. I can't believe how many I had and all the money I was wasting. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Former Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin pleaded guilty today to violating George Floyd's civil rights. Chauvin is already serving a 22-year sentence for killing Floyd by kneeling on his neck. Prosecutors are requesting a 25-year prison sentence to run concurrently with his state sentence. Three other former Minneapolis police officers are awaiting trial in Floyd's death. Chauvin also pleaded guilty today to violating the civil rights of a black teenager in 2017, grabbing his throat and kneeling on his neck. All right. For the first time ever, a woman will run the nation's largest police force. Keyshant Sewell was named the new top cop of New York City today. Sewell is 49 and a native of Queens, New York. She's currently the chief of detectives in Long Island's Nassau County. Sewell takes over on January 1st, promising to tackle what she calls the twin challenges of public safety and police accountability. 
Last year, COVID interrupted a tradition that goes back more than a century. CBS's Mark Strassman is with the Santa Claus girls as they return to bring cheer to children in need. Thank you. You're welcome. For more than a century, the Santa Claus girls have had West Michigan's longest Christmas list. All these cars, the parents of 6,000 needy children. Merry Christmas. That's what it's all about. It's helping the underprivileged children. This is their only Christmas? For some. Yes, yes it is. We try our best to give them something that they'll be excited about. Inside this warehouse, tables stacked with gifts. Five gifts apiece. Look at that. that Including a handmade hat and mittens. The Santa Claus girls, bringing Christmas to life here since 1908. The love that the people have for giving back just doesn't go away. Ask Liz Lemoncusa. This checkerboard came from Santa Claus girls around 1940. You're holding your mother's Christmas when she was 10 years old. I know. Her mother, Betty Jarosh, a depression baby, died this June at 90. It just warms my heart to see all these gifts and to know that someone else will have the joy that my mom had when she was younger. In this line, we found the Carters. We're doing the best we can right now during this time. Looking to give their six kids a Christmas. Without the help, it would be very tiny. Some people just have a gift for giving. Mark Strassman, CBS News, Grand Rapids. On tomorrow's CBS Evening News, call it American Ingenuity, connecting businesses with employees. There's now an app for that. And remember, if you can't watch us live, don't forget to set your DVR so you can watch us later. That's tonight's CBS Evening News. I'm Nora O'Donnell. We'll see you tomorrow. Good night. If you like the CBS Evening News, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey. If you enjoy tuning in to the CBS Evening News, there are official t-shirts, hats, mugs, and more available for purchase at paramountshop.com. These products are perfect for any fan of Evening News, and you can take 20% off with code EVENING20. That's 20% off all CBS Evening News products with code EVENING20 at ParamountShop.com.